Sanders overtakes Biden in New Hampshire poll. Top comment, Sanders is only going up from here. Tides are changing, winds are shifting. From BCAS. Slanton85 says, nearly every single poll from 2016 underestimated Bernie. Here's hoping he'll defy expectations again in 2020. And X says, and nearly every poll overestimated Biden. Almost everyone will be going up compared to him. The only reason he was so high is because he was the only name anyone knew. He flopped on both debates, though, and I doubt he'll get any better. How could he get any better? He's never been any good. He's been groping and saying stupid shit his entire career. Now, that's damn general to say about Biden's career. But I'll be honest with you. When I vote, I voted for Barack in 08. Uh, this is, you know, over a decade ago. And I knew less than I know than I knew than I know now. Um, and although he was the right choice within the structure of our um, somewhat ridiculously phony Democratic, quote unquote, political system in America. Um, they, yeah, these guys aren't aren't. Again, Obama does a great job of being a leader. He really is a he's intelligent and handsome and 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 gregarious and, and you look at him and you like him. That's just, he's and he's smart. Like he's one of the best figurehead presidents we've ever had. And I say that thinking that every president fills a, a figurehead void. I'm not saying like he was only a figurehead. They're all figureheads to some degree, and he was a really impressive one. So much that I will say I liked him. I did, and I voted for him in 08. Um I know that you know, he did not do what was right during the uh, the Flint water crisis. He did not do what was right during the um, the oil and the North Dakota um, riots and and uh, when they were trying to expand their oil and the and the Native Americans were trying to um, save their lands and their their culture and their lives. Uh, he did not do what was right uh, for Wall Street. He took lots of their money and 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 uh, let. Um, business as usual continue. He, you know, imprisoned or uh, prosecuted more uh, journalists under the Espionage Act than any other president before him. I mean, again, things are good, things are bad. He was not the best guy, and 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 he was not the kind of president that I really wanted after I learned what he was like. Um, and at the time when I voted for him in 08, I thought, you know, here I knew nothing about Biden, zero. And I thought, that's a, he looks like a nice guy. Um, so that was the extent of my knowledge. I didn't know anything. Um, but there is no time since then to now for 11 years where I have a memory where I go, hey, that Biden, he really nailed that. That never fucking happened. It was always like, what what thing did he say that was embarrassing? What what view of the angle did I really get a nice look at his hair plugs? Um, wow, how much did that plastic surgery cost? Oh, did he really grope that woman right there? Did he really just grope that other, like, teenage girl? Like, he's always touching people, and, and he's just creepy, and I know his wife and his kid died, and it was tragic, and he's such a, you know, man of the people, and he took the train every day. Like, everything is, a, is an onslaught of... Pros and cons, and you got to figure out which one's more important. Is it more important that he had a son that died and that's really tragic, or is it more important that he, you know, probably didn't support women's rights until the fucking 60s? Like, I don't know. I made that last one up. I'm just saying, like, he's got a lot of things that aren't great. And if he was, I mean, he was vice president for eight years. Clearly, he's he's fulfilling some requirement of the status quo. He didn't push against the, uh, I mean, there's a reason why Bernie didn't fucking win uh the primary or, uh, you know, ultimately the presidency is because he wasn't status quo. It wasn't because he didn't have enough people behind him. He, he was the most unknown to superstar candidate we've ever had. I mean, do you I mean, did you know who Bernie Sanders was before he ran for president? No. 
five, four years, five years ago, whatever. Um, no, and I didn't either. And I was a little, I mean, again, I don't know much, but, you know, I do know some off the beaten path politicians, but I didn't really know anything about him. I may have heard his name before, but I didn't fucking know who he was. And then he proceeded to only say things I agreed with. I was like, oh, you want to make uh, college more affordable? You want to relieve some of this bullshit um, bubble debt? You want to um, get health care for everybody? Uh, I'm okay. Oh, you... Um, defended black people in the during the civil rights movement. You chained yourself to things along with young black women when you were in your twenties. Like you fought, you said no to the Iraq War. You voted against the Patriot Act. Uh, yes, please. This guy's a, a, a unique individual, and he proved it by the mainstream media and the machinery of the Democrat. And here's the thing: this is something people forget sometimes. The machinery that runs the Democratic, the Democrats, is the same machinery that runs the Republicans. These aren't like these are enemies, and they might hate each other on certain levels and certain battles for certain bills. But these people are owned by the same people. That's why I'm not a Democrat or Republican or an independent. I'm not. I feel like I'm outside the machinery. And although I want to believe that it can get better, and I still vote for. You know, sometimes uh, local elections and and uh, um, almost always the presidency. I always feel like a fucking tool. At the same time, as I'm feeling like I'm an American voicing their opinion. It's always a mixed bag. Um, we have to stop sort of like putting each other on opposite ends. I hate the fact that I have ire for for Trump fans. Like it is so hard to be like, oh, I'm gonna hang out with a Trump fan or or I'm gonna I'm gonna defend a Trump uh, supporter. Like you. How how much bad shit can you do before I'm like no I can't I can't support you in any way any or I can't even be nice to you anymore, um, it's always a complicated equation, um, but I oh this is a Reddit day I'm like fucking vamping here on yeah. goddamn Bernie let's get back to the front page that was the great one we're doing Reddit. Um, one of our favorite guests I am addicted it is my favorite app if you aren't on Reddit yet uh, and you like news and humor insight and intrigue writing uh, porn politics cats that go meow when you rack them like a shotgun if you didn't see that today that's not something i can actually show you but there was a video this morning where this guy there's the, the camera there's a like a you know like a computer camera or whatever um webcam uh do you see it? an empty bedroom right and then a guy like comes into frame holding a kitten uh, you know, like a like a six month, but a fairly a large kitten, but still a kitten, um, holding it like a shotgun, and he racks the kitty like like gently, like moves his bottom legs like he's racking a shotgun. He's like, Ch -ch -ch, and then points the kitty at the camera, and the kitty goes, Meow. it's the bust. It's the, it was the best video of the day, and he it's so funny that he falls out of frame laughing because the timing and the way the cat like delivered the because the cat didn't know what the fuck he was doing, just realized it was a little uncomfortable at that moment, and. You can interpret the cat's meow any way you want to. I took from it the cat was being like, "Honestly, dude, I, I know you're. I know we're buds, but what are you doing?" <laughs> That's what I got from it. You might have heard something else, but I definitely check it out. Um, do you have anything? It's right, right under yours, but it's kind of funny. Sixteen-year-old climate activist Greta Thunberg says meeting with Trump would be a waste. A waste. Why should I waste time talking to him when he, of course, is not going to listen to me? Here's here's why. Um, if I got a chance to talk to Trump, and like it was going to be perceived as this like legitimate Q and A, <laughs> I would come up with one of the most offensive things I could ask that he would walk out of the room, but get that one in. We're live. Do it live. Do it. Do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. Do it live. Um, um, but anyway, so yeah. Uh, 
you would meet with you would meet with him? I would meet with Trump and I would ask um yeah, I I have to I I want to prepare. That's my that's my homework for today, for this week. When I come back when we come back next week, I'm going to have a que- the one question. If you had a chance to ask Trump one question, what would it be? It's going to be something terrible that he would hate. Mm-hmm. Um because that's why. If this girl's like all serious and it looks like she is a climate activist, I totally understand her position. Yeah, of course. Why waste your time with a pile of shit like that? But if you had a chance on camera to put that pile of shit to task, um, put him on blast. What is what is the phrase I'm looking for? Nah, that wasn't what I wanted to say. But anyway, if you wanted to have that moment and you can get it, get it. Then ask a real question. Ask him something like, why, why do you hate America? <laughs> oh, so why do you hate America? Oh, I don't. Yeah. So I, why I mean, do you hate people. Why do you hate America? I think that's the only one that he would respond to. Um, I've talked to a lot of my friends, and they are convinced you hate America. Why would they think that? Just listen to him ramble. So you still, it sounds like you still hate America. What it, I don't understand if, like, because I was hoping you were going to, like, refute that, but it sounds like you still hate America. And never let him off the hook. Like, just it be as like. illogical as he would be. But all the any- stuff you've done. Right. Like, not even sounds like, but you say all that, but all the stuff you've Like got. that pussy, those pussy you grab was someone's daughter, somebody's mother. Why would you grab all those pussies of people like, don't you have daughters and mothers? I know you oh, want to bang your I daughter. I wouldn't even bring up that to that. He's just a fucking asshole. You'd just be like, I'd grab anybody's fucking pussy I want. That's what he would say. I know that that might work for his base. Um, I wonder what would turn his base off. What would turn his base off? If they thought he hated America, if they thought he hated Jesus... Um, Some something with like taxes, like taking money. If they thought, yeah, if they thought they were raising it, uh, but here's the thing: the people that vote for him, their their taxes probably are being raised. It's the super wealthy that are that are benefiting from from Trump's tax cuts. Um, and uh, yeah, the next time, I, <laughs> I have to learn. I have to learn the bullet points. Um, like right now, the economy. Uh, did you know that the stock market dipped the other day? Of course. Yeah. Like. Um, it, it it dips every. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Dipping or whatever. It's the highest it's ever been with Trump, which is like crazy. It's gonna dip. What no does that what. reflect, though? That reflects. I mean, this is the the mirror of the reflection of of the biggest scam, the the American dollar, fiat currency, um, global economy, drug supported, um, pharmaceuticals included. I mean, opium sure. too, cocaine, all the things that the that certain government agencies like regulate and and, the, and that pro, that that Wall Street profits from. Like, of course, if you're going to add um, corrupt uh, changes like tax break for the super wealthy, why wouldn't it make the economy look better? Like, of course it would. That yeah. doesn't mean it's sustainable or that it isn't increasing the the danger of the bubble that's going to precede the next yeah. crash. Because that's coming, baby. Oh, yeah. And, and the proof but, is— But, but, but it, crash is like—look, if you look at the history of the stock market, it always crashes. Because what always goes up must come down, whether it's a 5 to 10 percent dip— Versus a thirty percent dip, it's going to come back up. It always happens. The and, best way and to and what predict, happens when it crashes? It, I mean, the same thing that happens every time. People, I'm, I'm going for a certain thing, and it's it's not fair to have you guess what I'm thinking. But oh, well, I know what happens. People dump, yeah, all, of course, people you do. dump all their shares, and then people buy them all up cheap again, and then it just goes right back up again. That's how it always happens. My general idea for what happens when the crash happens is the super wealthy clean up and make more money. Yeah, Warren Buffett. It's the smartest dude, fucking way to invest. Dude. It's they're just they're just playing a game that's so smart. They can profit from scams that that increase bubbles and that push us toward collapse so that when they collapse they can make more money. It is literally win-win for the super wealthy. Yeah. And 
you can't like it's if a, it's a smart that game invest. that stock game was not built to help you and me like yeah nowadays you can you can we both have investments like in little things fine but it's designed to collect money for people who know how to operate those equations that drive the fucking schemes that Wall Street comes up with to make their billions. Yeah, I mean, I would love to be able to have that kind of money to play with the stock market, but my returns are fucking great. I, I You pick some good stuff, yeah? Yeah, I have some good returns. Nice. But I've also been in it for a long time and, and learned a lot from it, and and I'm, I'm a long-term investor. I'm not a short... People who yeah, do this, too. like, Bitcoin and all this bullshit, and they're like... Hey, man, some people made some goddamn money on Bitcoin. Yeah, and some people lost some goddamn money because it's the, literally the most fucking volatile thing you could ever Dude, invest your money in. that story... Oh, it's up $45 today. Oh, it's down $1,000 today. Oh, it's up $3,000 today. It's like, dude. And then if you... Yeah, swings and then if you weren't sell, like that. Oh, it's... 3000 It was up, like, two... That's all the people who made all that money from it. And then it, one of them went straight back down again because it's very volatile. Yeah. And... Yeah, you can get in, get out quick, but when you get in, get out quick, and you don't hold on to a stock for more than eight months, you pay more capital gains tax. You end up paying probably thirty percent of that money that you're making back to taxes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a tricky day trading and all of that. Like short term trading is the most tricky, uh, just tedious work and annoyance you could ever deal with. But yeah, no, it's beyond these me. big I, guys uh, like Warren Buffett. I mean, Warren Buffett says it. It's so funny. All of the money that Trump inherited, if he just put it into a Roth IRA <laughs> when he did it, his returns would be astronomical in comparison to how much money he's lost. Oh, people don't understand how much he fails. He's lost so much money. He fails and he fails and, and he fails and, and he fails. Buffett did the math. He was like, if he had put it in a Roth IRA, it would be dude like more than quadrupled this is why trump is like i hate losers i'm a winner losers losers because he's a loser and he's trying desperately with a 12 year old brain to convince whoever he's talking to that he's not a loser you know how i'm not a loser because i'm saying i'm not a loser i'm a winner no no i'm not a a fucking winner you're a loser you're a fucking oh you think yeah exactly he's a he's a 12 year old that might even be generous um but you look at his track record even when he had successes you know in between his bankruptcies the choices he makes to plate things in gold, to paint his face orange, to somehow suture whatever woodland creature he has to his scalp and pretend that it's his own hair. Like, at least have the fucking balls to be like, yeah, I had a procedure. Just be on it. Like, we all know. Just be own up to it. You'd be so much cooler if you just said, yeah, I got the fucking procedure. And that's, I mean, you, the level of, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> I want to see how long um, you go. Twitter, oh, there's, there's a great trending uh, hashtag right now. Hold on, let me finish this thought. Um, the levels he goes to the masquerade, mm-hmm. everything that he does, even his tie being tied down to his fucking nuts in hopes that it somehow covers his obese gut. Like every choice he makes yeah. is this like smoke screen that he thinks is this mask. Like he's. And, and I get, you know what? I think that's what his voter base is gravitating toward. They're like, oh, look at this faker. And he's the man. Yeah. My fake life, my, even if you don't know you're faking your life, on some subconscious level you do, you gravitate toward phony bravado. Yeah. That's, I never thought about that, dude. There's some DNA level connection that people with subpar intelligence, I'm sorry, guys, I'm sorry, but if you're voting for Trump, there's something wrong with your brain. Um, 
and who live a life they don't feel is genuine. They must not feel their life is genuine, whether they're, you know, drinking um, Diet Coke or, or Diet Mountain Dew all day long or or do whatever the fucking thing you have to do to stay in this sort of, I'm going to use this word very appropriately, retarded world. Not retarded like offensive to people who have a mental disability. It's fucking like the slowed growth of your development, the retardation. stupid world. What's that? Let's just say stupid world. I don't like that at all. Um, their growth being retarded. Um, it's just not. No. That's the real. That's the real uh, application of that word. If anyone has a problem, they can come talk to me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be afraid to use a word correctly because I might offend someone who doesn't know what the fucking word means. Yeah, but if the if someone finds even if the person knows what the word means, if they still find it offensive, you won't just you won't just cater to another person's need if you're around them. No, not gonna. I'm not around them. I'm doing my own show with you. No, I know. I'm. What if I said I that I found it offensive? I don't think you and I would be doing this if I thought you'd ever say that. <laughs> it wouldn't make any sense. We wouldn't be able to work together. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, to anyone who's offended on some level, sure. I'm sorry that that's the case. But uh, you know what? I, I, I had saved this guy. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. But I had this video of, um, I don't know if he was an actor or a writer. He was a, this really, um, I was going to say beautiful, but that doesn't matter. Um, black guy who was talking about even if someone uses certain words, um, and I'm, I'm assuming he meant the N-word to some degree, um, you can't, like, let's be more evolved than to condemn someone for words if they are, you know, if they need to be educated or if they're not as bad as one would be. If like, we're, he's like, he made a really good point where it was like, saying a word is not the end-all be-all of fucking terribleness. Like, it's just not. I'm not saying to ever endorse trying to offend anybody by being, by using terminology that's offensive no but the word retard to retard it's even used in music like i i need to be able to use it for those things and i'm not going to apologize for it and i just went through like a three minute explanation i'm going to those lengths so i can still use a word that means something um but yes so anyway um don't be offended the trend uh right now is trump is a white supremacist love it the top trend on Twitter. I did see a video where he condemned that. Like, people who say, oh, he never condemned it. Like, he actually did do the whole obligatory, I don't support white supremacy or whatever. But it doesn't change anything. Um, you can't you can't just say something. It's the same thing. You can't just say something that sounds good and get tons of credit for it. Yeah. I don't buy anything that guy says, especially when it makes sense. Like, he's just... The only thing that I actually liked about, uh, like, that Hillary Clinton did was, was her speech about how much of a racist Trump is and how we're, we'll... If we don't see it now, we're gonna find out. When Which, did she say that? Um, I don't remember the year, but it was yeah. a big speech, like just about like, hey, I get it. Oh, like, she did a speech. Yeah. She, so she, she didn't write it. Whatever. Regardless, <laughs> she yeah, doesn't write her own saying, speeches. I know none of them do. No politician does. <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're a if, I mean, I'm, not I, one politician. Obama didn't. No Gordon, one does. No one does. No one does. But when you say it, you know, you, know, you want to actually believe in it because I bet Bernie does. It's your, it's your fucking no. I doubt Bernie does. Actually, trust I me. Bet, I bet he has more in in the process of like. Sure. I want to say this. I want to say. This. I think he also but, speaks off the cuff a lot. Like, yeah, of speak, course, he he'll improv. Sure, but but no politician has the fucking time to sit down and write all of their speeches. Uh, maybe some, maybe some that are a little more close to home, but uh, no. And but at least it's like at least a. One other crazy person can agree with the same people of like, hey, like this dude is a fucking asshole. You mean even even crazy ass criminal egotists, sociopaths like Hillary Clinton can be right? Is that what you're saying? 
yeah. once in a while? Uh, yeah, at least all the craziest in the world can be right about one thing that sure. Trump is a fucking racist. That's asshole. easy to, to get on board. That's not, that's, yeah. Here's one. What is the scariest story you know that is 100% true? The top comment has fucking 16,000 upvotes. That's a lot of upvotes. The Lake Nyos disaster. I'm, I'm sure I'm saying that. N-Y-O-S. The Lake Nyos disaster. I'm not sure. The lake periodically belches a cloud of invisible carbon dioxide gas that suffocates everything within a 16-mile radius. In 1986, over 1,700 people and all their livestock died without even understanding what was happening to them. You know what that reminds me of? Hmm. The Happening. What was that movie that um, M. Night Shyamalan did? The Gassening? Where people just, like, an invisible... Gas was turning them into... It was flowers. It was flowers? Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I don't remember. All I remember... What, did, was Marky Mark in it? Yes. Okay, so that's what I remember. I remember... I remember oh, this is what I remember the fucking movie. It opened up with Marky Mark as a professor. <laughs> Typecast. That was a joke. Um, and I remember saying to myself as I was watching... The, the, and again, this is years ago. Maybe it wasn't the opening scene, but it was the, the scene where Marky Mark's character was initially introduced as a professor <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself listening to his his delivery of whatever he was saying going holy shit oh my god he's the worst he it was and I again I'm not trying to denigrate any actor who works hard who isn't maybe perfect at every role I'm not trying to say that I just get too much joy at the moments where, and Marky Mark has some stuff he does that's really good mm-hmm. he has all you know over, I mean my favorite is yeah, Entourage he plays like a marine not a fucking professor. You know what? I really liked, um, um, what was that, Patriot, where he was a sniper. Sniper. No. Was no. it Sniper? No. Anyway, there was a Sniper movie that Marky Mark did, and I really liked it. And I enjoyed his role in there. He, he plays a semi-badass pretty well. Um, but as a professor, I remember that opening scene going, yeah, this is awful. Awful. Um, there are some things you that some like. I love you know. I don't love. I shouldn't say love, but you know. I don't dislike Leonardo DiCaprio, um, but I think he often does roles that aren't right for his abilities. Um, the um, Lone Survivor. That was a good one. Which one was that? The one with Mark Wahlberg. It had a couple Oscar noms. I'm pretty sure. Was another army movie. Yeah. I did not see that. Oh, I did so not good. see that. Um, I do. Uh, it's Peter Berg. Now I want to make something clear. I think anyone who listens to the show know that I, knows that I I'm, I'm averse to a lot of military things. But I want to make it clear: I am not against military people, humans in the military. My problem with the military is that it's become so bloated and grand, aggrandized and marketed, and the fact that the people who market um, coming into the army and navy they don't tell these recruits the truth. They get them at when they're at young ages. They send them to other countries and end up they're. You know, they don't get paid the money they think they're going to pay. They, they end up having to kill people that didn't do anything to them. Like, the system of the military, it sti- you know, it, like we talked about this a couple episodes ago, we're spending between six and nine hundred plus billion dollars a year on the military. That two trillion dollars that went missing in 01, um, <laughs> all that, like, that's where the money goes. Like, they, they use it for the military and they don't, but they don't want records of it. So at the end of the day, you got all these numbers, ends up being you know, a fraction of the entire national debt. And you're like, where did this go? And they're like, I don't know where it went. That's not a fair system. And you can't be expected to support that. Right. Um, obviously, I want people who think that they're protecting America, who give their lives to it, to feel respected and appreciated. I do respect that. I do appreciate that. My grandfather was a tank commander. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not crazy to be against the military and be for it. Like, again, we're, 
we're complex individuals, and and I, I don't want to be on one side of anything unless it's like Trump's an idiot. Yeah, hundred percent. Great, he's an idiot. Um, but I do like military movies. I find them fucking enjoyable and awesome. I've talked about you know guns before. I I actually would like to get a gun. Um, I've learned a lot about guns in the last six months. It's been really enlightening. Uh, I'm not a pacifist, but I'm I'm a, I'm not a uh, I'm a, I'm a lover too. Like I want people to be happy. I want them to feel safe. Um, it, it everything's a mixed bag. Um, I that's that's the only point I really wanted to make. Um, oh wait, wait I think there's one more. This one has eight thousand eight thousand upvotes. My science teacher in high school was in the Peace Corps, and one of the first people to come across the village after it happened. Oh, at the Lake Nias disaster. Holy shit. He said it was so eerie because all the flies and mosquitoes had died, and it was so silent. That is eerie. Now, if you live on the West Coast and you've never experienced a new snowfall, uh, you're from Connecticut. I know you have. I'm from Maine. Obviously, I grew up with that, too. The silence from a new snowfall is is definitely a magical part of, of that kind of weather because you forget when, when you – like I, I grew up in the woods – and when you walked out my front door, it was just trees, man. Fucking acres and acres, hundreds, thousands of acres of trees. And when the f- snow falls on every leaf and needle and blade of remaining grass and flowers and bushes and ca- when everything is coated with a fucking sound absorbing layer, everything around you, there is a beautiful silence in an area with a new snowfall that doesn't have you know outside sounds of traffic and whatnot. That I think is a lot like what they're talking about when they talk about the entire, um, wow, everything within a 16-mile radius suffocated, 1,700 people, livestock, even mosquitoes and flies. That's pretty quiet. Wow. All right, what you got? You got got another one? No? Nothing? Um, nothing right now. Um, if you're, if you like, if you like cats and dogs and you're not on Reddit, you are missing out on the world's most up-to-date feed on cute cat and dog pictures and videos. Um, oh my God. Yeah. See, I don't have any pets. Crossing that level of responsibility seems like a big deal to me. And uh, I guess that's a good side. Like, I see the responsibility, and I'm not interested in having it all the time. Um, but, I, man, do I love cats and dogs. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I don't love all of nature. In fact, I think I've told you this before. Um, where I live now, I am surrounded by woodland creatures. Like, this morning, um, pigeons and I think um, cute little birds that have, like, a, like a, a feather that pops out the top of their head, like an antenna. I want to say they're like grouse, but I don't really know what grouse look like, so that's just a guess. Um, it's spider season. My entire house is outside covered in in spider webs. I've caught a rat sneaking past the back the back um, sliding glass door a couple days ago. Just what fat too? Kid is not starving. That was for sure. Um, raccoons. Did I tell you about the raccoons? I don't oh, like, dude. I don't love nature like that. Like. I don't miss that about the wilderness. I'm not, but dogs and cats, these domesticated versions of wild animals are so funny and hilarious and joyous and appreciative and 
they forget your discretions and they're always there to greet you. Um, there was a video this morning where um, I think the title was something like excited doesn't even begin to describe. And then it was this like beagle mutt dog that hopped into this bed uh, where he apparently his dad was, you know, um, human dad and who hadn't seen him in a couple of days. And the level of unbridled joy and excitement <laughs> that this fucking dog had. It's the reason that they got the dog. It's the reason that like the girlfriend or her boyfriend, I don't know who the fuck's taking the video, is videotaping this dog genuinely freaking out just about this guy who's sleeping in a bed. You can't. It, it reminds you of of what it feels like to be a kid. Why people who have children get to relive, relive discovery and joy through their children. Like it's it gives people an, a second wind on life to some degree. That's the part of parenthood that they push in media and they push in um, in like selling things on holidays, but they never really explain it. Like really, what it is. I guess it's you don't hard have to explain. It is, but it's not. Like that's what it is. It gives exactly. you this. It gives but you this. That's all you have to do to explain it. It's just like yeah. yeah. Obviously, you know, I make tons of jokes about you know not wanting kids and their pains in the asses and they're expensive. And they don't like uh, it drives me nuts. Um, when I, when I think about a kid, like how much uh, kids are expensive, <laughs> how much a kid takes out of your pocket and rarely because they don't have the reference or the knowledge of the information to actually have the feeling of appreciation. It's not their fault. But when like the tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars you spend without a single thank you, or like, like, wow, I really appreciate that dinner, Dad. Like, I'm sure some so, kids grow up. A lot up, of kids, I'm sure, do that unless your but, kids are just fuck, fucking asshole. And just, some of them are. Yeah. But that's and up a to, lot of times it takes years to learn that behavior. Like, yeah, they yeah. spend the first seven or eight or nine years never – who knows? I mean, don't get me wrong. I know some parents, and, and I've seen it myself a million times, you know, make sure you say thank you. How do you say that? Ask. Like, make eye contact. I see it all the time. Some parents are good. Yeah, some parenting. are not. Some are not. Um and sometimes, maybe when they're not, they grow up to be alcoholics who tell you to fuck you when you smell cigarette smoke exactly. trailing in from the and on that from note, the outside. We're already there? Uh-huh. What what's, what's the time? 31. 31? All right, you take us out today. I've been talking too much. Well, 